Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woken Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 171st episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Gratitude. Before we dive deep into that amazing subject, it's your favorite time of the day. How are you feeling about it, Khalil? Very excited. Yeah, I can see from your face. Thanks. <laughs> Hateful person. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you Woken Free Nation listening, I know you're excited. Khalil is indifferent, but we will keep it moving, guys. First and foremost, how you listen to this episode is critically important. So if you've gone to WokenFree.com and you've downloaded the episode through the Podbean app, then that is how you are able to join the conversation by adding your comments and telling us how you feel about gratitude, how important gratitude has been in your life and is going to continue to be in your life. And or if you completely are against gratitude, anywhere you stand on the, on the totem pole of Gratitude, we want to hear from you. So that would be amazing. Now, if you're like, Tosh, Khalil, we love you, we want you, we need you, right back at you. But you, for some reason, can't download another app, a couple of tears will be shed. Don't worry. Don't fret. It's okay. As long as you're subscribed and following the show on whatever platform you're catching this on. So we get a ton of love on iTunes, which is really amazing. And we also have love on Google Play. We have love through our YouTube channel. We have love on Spotify, on uh, iHeartRadio. I mean, we're on 30 plus platforms, guys. So wherever you want to catch the show, just make sure you're subscribed and followed and you're tuning in. And also don't forget to subscribe via email, which you can do if you go to WokenFree.com because then you get email notifications every single week for the new kind of new episodes. So that's really amazing. Now with that... When we talk about listening, yay, joining the conversation, yay. What else can we do? Well, there's such a thing as sharing. I mean, it is the holiday season, y'all. And sharing is caring, absent racism, bigotry, discrimination, any of those horrible isms, guys. And of course, COVID-19. <laughs> we cannot forget that. But what is good to share is a Woken Free episode. Uh, it's probably the best gift you'll give anyone. So make sure that you get the word out to your friends and your family, because for things that you like, you don't keep them as a dirty secret to yourself, right? You share them out with everyone. So share it out. Share it on social media. Share it via emails. Share a text message. Just share it, guys. That's what Woken Free Nation is all about. Make sure you do that. Now, on social, you can always talk to us and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, I said TikTok. And Pinterest, at Woken Free. And then, of course, if you have like 90 seconds, like 90 seconds, what can you do? You can make white sticky rice, which is phen phenomenal in the microwave. Or brown rice, if you're feeling froggy. Yeah. <laughs> but more importantly, you can also review the show. So we'd love to get some reviews on iTunes. We love all of our five-star reviews. Amazing. I think you're going to write the next one, guys. So come on. Do it, do it, do it. Share us with us your thoughts and how the show feeds you and comforts you and makes you laugh and tickles your feather. So with that, scene end. And after tickling feathers, <laughs> we should tickle something else that we all should have, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that is a freaky transition if I've ever heard one. Okay. <laughs> you know, this week's episode is about 
It's all about gratitude. Mm -hmm. Question one, what is gratitude all about? Gratitude is the intentional choice that you make with your mind and your heart to appreciate and see the value of the good, the bad, and everything in between, everything you experience in life. So whether that's people, whether that's things, whether that's career, whether that's love, that's how I would define gratitude. How would you? When I think of gratitude, the word gracious comes to mind, and that is being grateful for everything you have in your life. That's how I simply put gratitude. Okay, gotcha. Mine is extra. I hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Always, I'm extra. Definitely. (laughs) Question number two. Why is gratitude important? Gratitude is important because it helps identify what you enjoy in your life and thus brings more of that into your experience. Absolutely. I would say that gratitude is kind of the language that you share with the universe. Yes, we all we are all connected to the universe. We are all made up of the atoms and cells that made the beginning of this earth. So we are uh, we are tethered and connected to each other. And if you are grateful in life and you have gratitude in your heart and in your mind, that is your opportunity to connect with the universe that is surrounding you and supporting you and always has your back to say, hey, I'm ready for more things to be grateful for. So that's why it's really important to speak the language of the universe, which I believe truly is gratitude. Question three, what are you grateful for? Mm, The things that I'm most grateful for would include the following. Haters, uh, because I've had a lot of them in my life, from friends to uh, frenemies to family to strangers. Yeah, of course. I have a big personality, right? Like, Typically, people with my personality... Uh, you're either like madly in love with us or you feverishly hate us. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I definitely have, I've collected people in both categories. And I think what's really interesting is to be grateful for your haters is because it's a reminder that like you're doing what you need to do in this life. And because you are being unapologetically yourself, it is like the detriment of others. And that's how sad and evil and manipulative and crazy other people can be. So yay for the haters, because it's a reminder that you still got to keep doing you and you still got to live your life and be true to yourself. So that love, whether it's romantic, whether it's friendship, whether it's family, I think that it's one of the most incredible experiences you'll ever have in your life so as a human being so you should definitely be grateful for that creativity for me as a content creator i i'm obsessed with consuming content and i'm obsessed with creating it and i'm just so grateful for all the incredible content that i've experienced in my life and all the content that i've been able to be a part of so i'm super grateful for that and then of course animals because They're the best that this world has to offer, and we can learn so much from the beauty and the kindness and the sweetness and the pure funniness that animals bring to the table, Uh, and also the heinous uh, anger that they bring, and to learn from that rage (laughs) to try to be a bit better. (laughs) And you realize humans are animals as well. Sure, you can fit us in there. We are not inanimate objects. Why not? Okay. So creatures, go ahead. (laughs) Creatures. (laughs) Creatures. Okay, these are so... (laughs) Now, I am grateful for a couple of things, and mm-hmm. the number one thing I have to mention, just so you know, is finding the love of my life, which I thought was impossible. <laughs> I have to mention that. What do you want, Khalil? <laughs> I'm just mentioning that. You That's very important. Something. I mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm grateful for my aptitude for learning, mm. my work experiences. Yes. I'm grateful for just living itself. Absolutely. And I think that's something to be grateful for. I'm grateful for my health. 
my finances, yes. and of course my wokeness. Hey, hey, hey! Because that's why this show is possible. Woke and free all day, every day. Yep. I like it. Ah, you're grateful for me. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I mentioned that. Isn't that interesting? Finally. One Finally. party one party mentions the love. I mentioned love, but I grouped yeah. you in with a lot yeah, of other no, people. Yours is a group. Mine because stands on Because I'm usually giving own. the romantic of gestures on the show, and you look at me and you say, oh, I didn't know you were going to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd, now give, you you, be in that I'd boat. give you the opportunity. Now you want to be in yeah, that good boat. I wanted to be the man for this today. <laughs> no, not, no, it's not about that. This doesn't have to do with male versus female. No, this is just person and person yeah. mano y mano. I'm glad that you finally this realized. mano y mano this is something way different that's just interesting <laughs> yeah this is just a different thing going on very nice thank you lover I'm grateful for you too Bumby <laughs> <laughs> question number four how does gratitude impact your life it makes me take a step back and realize just how grateful I am for life and the life that I'm living and have that mm. I currently have, just as I mentioned, those things I was grateful for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's just taking a step back and realizing what's really going on and not just running through all the motions. So Absolutely. gratitude is good. to It's like a reality check kind of thing, mm. of what you got and why you should be excited to have it. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. That's what it does for me. Mm -hmm. For me, my answer is similar. I would say it's a grounding kind of impact, like what you're saying. It helps me focus on what matters most, which is the teachable lessons learned, right? In love, in our relationship of over 16 years together, all the things that we've learned together has been truly remarkable and all the things we continue to learn. I mean, really, we're practically strangers. Right. Right? Because our, well, technically, doesn't your body, all it, all the cells like re, like die and then re remade. So technically, you're multiple versions of yourself throughout your life, right? Oh yeah, you're never you're not the same you since you're yeah, a child. All exactly. the cells are replaced, are dead and replaced, and all yeah, that. So they're gone. You're technically still growing as a person. You're just copy of yourself. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Very creepy. And your ability to copy gets worse over time. How nice to mention. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, uh, just putting it out there. That's just sharing the truth. No, but that's why we age. That's nah, all it's about. Just effing up as we get older. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think we don't look like our baby self anymore? The copies become different. Because we're trifling. <laughs> See? It's hard. Very nice. So there's that. Uh, then also unlimited opportunity. Guys, we live in a world where you can do and be whoever you want. And if you don't believe that to be true, that is your belief. That is not a reality. That is your reality in your mind. So if you believe that un- unlimited opportunities surround you, you need to be grateful for that. And you need to speak that language of the, the universe that I was saying earlier and really hone in and attach yourself to whatever opportunities you want to come your way as well as opportunities that you're willing to create for yourself and your your family and your lifestyle so definitely that and then also I'm super you know grateful and, and grounded by the idea that like we have the ability to do good and to, to be a positive influence in this world because the world is what we make it, right? And when people are like, oh my gosh, this world is so evil and crazy. Well, I mean, that's because of us. <laughs> it's not happening to us. It's happening for us. So the decisions we make and the people we decide to be every day is literally a reflection of what this world is. So if the world is, seems really like naughty, <laughs> it's because we happen to be naughty people <laughs> and, and we need to learn to change our mindset, change the decisions we I re- make. And- I rebut that. 
that view of the world, though. But some people do, right? Yeah, like, I know I, some um, people view the world as evil, and I think that's yes. absolute insanity, considering you can go outside and not be murdered. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. But not everywhere is the same. I know, right? not everywhere is the same, that's there, true. There are but there's, severe challenges there's a lot of creature world. comforts that yes. most of us experience, and we don't even, we're not grateful but for you that. acknowledge that, that you, you can go into a store and not... the true horror of this no, world, right? Yeah, I mean... No, I mean, we have yeah. all different experiences, but yeah. either way, it's not... But just guess what? That's not the that's not the mass experience. That's I know, not. But that's that person's every, reality. Yeah, that's yeah. just a, a piece of the world, right? So I hate that when people say that the world is just innately well, evil because that's crazy. Because we have so much kind of order that goes on that people agree to, and we don't even have to agree to it. We just decide, hey, let's follow it. But yeah. if everybody said, all right, we're not going to follow society and we're going to be anarchists, it would be, it would be hectic. Yeah. And then I would say, yeah, then the world it seems innately evil because you can't even form a society where people agree upon rules. I but we do that so that's why i don't believe in that innately know, world is evil there's things to fix but the world is a pretty i mean it's 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 on a positive flux it's just that people do some bad things and we're figuring out ways to kind of stop that and yeah. what's and that's what's hard is figuring out what's the best way to go about that and still get people freedom <laughs> it's just interesting how like yeah you don't value like you don't see the negative impact as more and imp- Overtaking the positive. Yeah, thing, I feel like the world is more positive because I definitely that. know there are other I think, people who who literally and I think it's a, a lack of gratitude, hell, horror and hell. But I think who, it's a lack of gratitude. Though. Possibly, it possibly might be that. Yeah. Because yeah, if you just always look for the worst in things, then what of do you course. expect the universe is going to bring to you? That. Yeah. yeah, you need to actually try to find and seek out the good. Then you might f- figure out how to make things better or how to get that. So absolutely, I, yeah, I always go against that. The world is innately evil. That just mm-hmm. seems like a load of crap. Because those are the same people that have the doomsday that, you know, in 10 years, the world is going to end and it never happens. So that's why those people, I think, are just on the wrong case. The world is on a positive uptick and we're trying to make things better. There's people that set us back a bit, but we're still go- We're still moving forward. It's, gotcha. it's not this doomsday, doom and gloom. Question five. Do you believe in starting your day with a gratitude list? If so, Why? Yeah, so I read, a, I think, on a blog or an article years ago, Oprah said she starts her day kind of really thinking about what she's grateful for and, and what she feels blessed about. And to be honest, if Queen Oprah's doing something, I mean, I really would love to argue. I'd love to see someone argue why they shouldn't <laughs> take that advice and that, take that kind of approach to starting your day. And generally, I think for me, starting the day thinking positively about what I'm grateful for really sets a tone for the day of like, A, I feel really happy, I feel really blessed, and then also there's a level of joy that is now inserted in my mind and then in the day because it's like, that's, that you know, I have these three things I'm excited for and these are three things I want to do, so like, let's make it happen. And if you think, you know, the about a, the alternative, t- thinking about all the things you're feeling upset about or, or, you know, would say that are flaws in your life or flaws in society are not going to make you feel better. It's not going to set a tone of positivity or joy. So I say run towards gratitude and embrace it and hold on to it every single day. And I agree with that because mm-hmm. it has helped me attract more of the things I want in my life. So mm-hmm. I say, hey, I'm going to keep doing what works because <laughs> I, I want more of what I want. I don't want hey. stuff that I don't want. Right. So true that, true that. let me keep attracting the things I want and starting with the day with the gratitude list helps. Mm-hmm. Question number six. What is the relationship between gratitude and success? 
you might think that gratitude follows success, but I think it's actually the opposite. Mm-hmm. Once you're thankful for goals, I think it opens you up to achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's that, that's how I feel the the two relate to each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think for me, I have found with my own personal success or professional success that embracing gratitude has helped me focus and hone in on the abilities and skill sets that I have to be able to level up and achieve more and, and attract more success in my life so similar to you that it's it's not it's not the you know success like how you said one follows the other or whatever it's yeah. really about just like a circle right and it's feeding into each other success feeds into gratitude gratitude feeds into success so you have to just keep kind of going on on following the track and really embracing not just the the wins but the falls and and the lessons along the way and just keep pushing yourself and moving forward Question seven. Have you ever struggled with maintaining gratitude in your life? Absolutely. I would say when I was much younger, it was harder to embrace gratitude because uh, growing up as a single child, I mean, I have siblings, but I wasn't raised with them. And for me, uh, there were trials and tribulations that I experienced growing up like anyone else, nothing particularly uh, something to cry home about. But at the end of the day, I think children sometimes, unless you really teach them the true value of gratitude, they happen, some some of them, at least from my perspective, I think had more of that like vampirism <laughs> approach to life, right? Which is me, 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 what do I want? Da, 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 and not really understanding that y- there's a lesson and there's there's also goodness that comes from not getting everything you want and not even getting things that you think you deserve, right? This level of entitlement, you have to knock that down in children because sometimes I think that they also too feel like I should have this. I should have, I should have lots of friends. I should have the biggest birthday party. Being I should ungrateful have all the, then. Yeah, all of those <laughs> That's things. ungrateful. And, and having and dealing with that is, was, I think was something that was harder as a child. But then as I got older and I kind of emotionally detached from entitlement and intellectually understood there is no need for entitlement, that really gratitude is the only attitude of choice and that focus on the value of the wins, the falls, everything in between, and then just like keep moving forward. But yeah, I would say the biggest contrast was from childhood to now. And you? Yeah, I struggle with it now, I would say, because mm-hmm. for me, I just forget to be thankful every day for what I have achieved. Okay. So I have to remember. What's a trigger, a reminder for you then? To be to be grateful? Yeah. Since you sometimes forget, you're saying. Oh, the trigger is I just have to, I mean, it's, nothing really triggers it. I mm-hmm. just, it just, I guess after some time, I just remember that, oh yeah, you know, at least I have this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. things are pretty well for me. So I think it's just giving stuff time, I guess, for me. Like, oh, okay. it's not like I see something like, oh yeah, I should be grateful. And it triggers it I think it's time. just after some time, I, I get out of the negative mindset. Cause you know, if I have like a setback or something, then mm-hmm. that makes it tough. Or just sometimes it's just like I have a lot of, if I have a lot of things going on, I forget to be grateful too. Mm-hmm. So after, gotcha. after like that workload goes down, then I can remember to get back on track. But gotcha. sometimes if I'm too busy, I won't remember. It's kind of okay. bad, but I'm working on that. Trying yeah. to just be thankful every day. Absolutely. For me, peace is a good trigger because like I'm really grateful to have a life where I'm able to do a lot of different things, but I also have moments of peace and relaxation. And whenever I can have a moment to lay down or a a moment to myself to rest 
and relax, I'm just like, gratitude just kind of floods my mind and my heart because I'm just like, oh my gosh, because our life in New York was like so much more stressful. <laughs> and I just, I'm really just so grateful for the peace that we found in Arizona. So that that's like a big trigger for me. Oh, all right. Question number eight, is gratitude emphasized in our society? That's a good question. If we take a look at authors, actors, directors, artists, etc., we find that they always give thanks for their success. Mm. And also with the advent of social media, it seems that I, I see most people thank their subscribers and supporters. So mm-hmm. I think it is actually shown as normal to be grateful, mm-hmm. believe it or not. <laughs> it is actually a thing, Absolutely. especially for creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think also we have shifted in our society where wellness is more important now and mindset is things like is much more important. I think talked about in, in a broader context and a more mainstream context than it used to be, say, in the 90s or early 2000s. So I would agree that I think a lot of people are thinking about kind of their mindset and how to approach life differently. And it's different than like when we were like, eight years old like it's it's not the same i don't i don't remember gratitude being such a big thing versus now like i mean they're like kitty books on <laughs> gratitude yeah. for children and yeah, it's that's like oh that's sweet i like it <laughs> question nine what is the relationship between gratitude and your career so as a millennial yes we're millennials don't judge mm-hmm. Uh, (laughs) I've had the opportunity to wear many different hats in my career and I really have loved and been very grateful for this ability to learn and grow in different industries to be able to enhance my different skill sets and just be the multi-talented badass that I am and I have used gratitude to help me really build and grow my multifaceted career to keep moving forward. Because for me growing up and everyone always asked me, wow, Natasha, you do so much. You're, you know, like, do you clone yourself? Like, no, I'm just me, but there are multiple versions of me. And I learned through, cause life is through representation and Maya Angelou taught me that you don't have to be one thing, that you can be a director, a poet, a writer, an actress, uh, a, a, a singer, a cable car driver. Like you can do many different things and, and you're still you and you, you aren't defined by one box or one career or one type of approach to life. And so gratitude, I think, helps, again, with being that grounding stand to stand upon to be able to go forward on all my different paths. And you? I have been grateful for all my career opportunities, which mm. compounds itself and it leads to more opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's how gratitude's helped me in my career. Like building blocks. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Just cool. help me go forward and forward. Alrighty. Question number 10. What is the relationship between gratitude and love? When others show love towards you and you let them know that you appreciate it, then they are more likely to keep giving you that love. So Mm. being gracious when it comes to love, it brings it in turn brings in more love. It's just it's like that building block of returns. I mean, it's it's how you bring more love to you by showing Mm -hmm. that you're grateful for it. If you don't show that, then, you know, maybe people don't know that you appreciate it. So True. they don't show it as much. So absolutely. I think, I think that's the relationship. Absolutely. I would say for my most meaningful relationships, whether romantic or friendship, high levels of appreciation and gratitude really makes the love and the relationship much stronger. So there's a like friendship that I have where appreciation and gratitude is constantly shared amongst me and this and me and my friend. And I find that that 
really makes the friendship stronger and more meaningful for me. And, and, and like you're saying, it resonates more. And then with like, say you and me, I think we've done a good job about saying, Hey, thank you for doing this. Thank you. You know, you've said to me, which I, you know, is such a like, <gasps> take my breath kind of moment where really? you said like, you know, that I've helped you take, like do things that you never thought you would do for yourself, which is like, I'm about to have to try to not cry right now. <laughs> and I just think that that's remarkable that love can manifest with that, right? With the combination of gratitude to help your partner realize dreams that they didn't even know oh, they could gives you, themselves. it can give you confidence too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, because like, I think you are a very confident confidence person. And, support. <laughs> and for you to say that to me is just like so crazy because I don't think anything of it, but I know that I do push and I am a bit of a slave driver. <laughs> 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 but I was, who did I learn best from? So. Nice. That's true. <laughs> so loving me is is a bit of like love, but it's also like, okay, guys, let's have a little bit of schooling. <laughs> let's level up, guys. Tell you, what's the thing in Dragon Ball Z? Wait, what's the one that I love? Is it the green one? I think I love the green one. You like Piccolo? The big, tall one? Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's, yeah, no one. But you like the, what's his name? I like? Yes. In Dragon Ball Z, I mean, that's With the hard. turns orange, right? The... Turns orange. Doesn't his hair or something? No, are you talking about Goku? Is that the yes. iconic? Yeah. That's not my. He's not my he's favorite. Not favorite. Though. Oh, okay. I mean, that's hard but to you say. Drew my him, favorite though, right? is. No? I drew a lot of them, but oh, I drew okay. him because he was the main character. Yeah, yeah. Man, I never thought who's my favorite character. I mean, right now I like Vegeta the most, but Vegeta. What's yeah. that one? He's the short guy. Oh, he has spiky hair too. Yes. Though. But he's yes. short and kind of angry. He's really funny. Amazing. And he's always trying to beat Goku. He's nice. trying to one up him. Okay. Yeah, I like the tall green one. Yeah, so you like the weakling. I mean, <laughs> he so used to be strong and he used to be evil, <laughs> <You're> actually. <so laughs> he used to be strong and evil, but he's not. He's he's, he's almost irrelevant. I mean, he... Oh, that's shameful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's there now, but he's not He's not the big stuff. Yeah. Okay. He's lost his luster. He but used they to level up, right? And, and, yeah, and, he leveled yeah, up, yeah. too. Yeah, but and, the, the thing that they do is they go to Super Saiyan. Not the mm, green one, though. Only, go, only, only, only the Saiyans okay. go Super Saiyan. Oh. And that's the big... That's like Dragon Ball's big thing is super we should Saiyan. do an episode on dragon ball z so you could school me and woken free nation who did i used to be a dragon ball expert that's incredible i used to yeah i used to know all the numbers and stuff because people had numbers. power levels. so everybody has power levels oh, and oh stuff Lord. yeah so i used to know the numbers and i could tell you who's stronger at what point we in time should definitely i used do. to yeah i used to be really Guys, into it i used if to you study want it. to know more about dragon ball z <laughs> I was for crazy 2021 put that in the comments man we want to know because i i also am quite curious like to know more about the yeah, show it was it was a big craze of, i remember know, all the boys at school were yeah obsessed with it and yeah. i just didn't understand it was like okay i'm just gonna watch hbo i don't know yeah it's funny because <laughs> the show's not really that deep i mean to be honest it's kind of funny it's it not that deep but when you're a child is. though it's still like it's yeah. and it's still it's still fun to watch but it's not like there's other animes that are a lot more thoughtful i would oh, say okay. but it's it's, it's fun though it's kind of like it, it's a, it's my i mean i'll never forget it i'll never forget dragon ball z like yeah, yeah like it it sticks with you for some reason i don't know there's some very basic concepts it teaches you but it's not yeah it's not so deep though okay not that deep but it, it's cool though it's definitely a fun show to watch okay question 11 what are the biggest lessons learned on your gratitude journey that there's always something to be grateful for. Uh, the universe blesses you over and over again. Yes, you heard me correct. The universe blesses you over and over again. 
You can never doubt that. And also, guys, the blessing might not come in the form that you think it is, right? The blessing might be your business failing, your marriage falling apart, your fiance walking out on you, your, you know, the loss of a family member. Like, and I know that those sound crazy to, that sounds crazy to say, but loss and tragedy is a part of the lessons, the teachable lessons that we have to go through in life. And unfortunately, human beings only learn through experience. You cannot teach someone or tell someone about struggle. Once you struggle, then you understand what the frick struggle is. (laughs) But you can't like these concepts have to be experienced in your heart for you to care. I was just talking to my father actually about COVID-19, for instance, right? There are some people who still don't believe that this is a real crisis in this globe, not just in America, on the globe, right? And I was trying to say that ultimately, until you know someone who dies, until you know someone who gets sick, you don't really care. You're not going to wear a mask, right? Yeah. And, and so I've known, I've known people who've died, and I've known people who are in my network who've known people who've died. So, like, it's very much real to me. Uh, but that's because I've experienced that now. But until you touch it, it, it somehow impacts you. People are unfazed. And well, yeah, it's easier for people just to call yeah. it a conspiracy yeah, theory because they don't see any effects of it. They just see, they it just is hear 100% of things. Hundred percent real, guys. But they don't. 100%. They're not affected by it, so it's easier to say stuff. Yeah, like no that. one is lying out here. People are dying every day. It's a horrible crisis. It's literally a crisis that we're in. But I mean, the president of the U.S. had it. I mean, if that's a conspiracy, that's like, yeah, I don't know why, why would they would conspire he lie to that. that? Like, I mean, he wouldn't lie. That's ridiculous. He, yeah, I don't. He is not the type to lie about that. He was that the one who called it a hoax. Yeah. So how would he? He played it down and then got it. So then you. I Doesn't mean, make any right sense. then I would say, all right, wait a minute. No one should still be doubting the person it, who but... played it down, got it, and admitted to having it. I think this is real. I mean, at that point, even if yeah. I have an experience in my life, if I saw that, I mean, that exactly. to me is proof what enough. Else do you need? But <laughs> that's not even enough. I mean, we have to. Yeah, I guess until everyone nuts. gets it, then no one's really going. Oh, I don't know. Suspect. Yeah, it's interesting there. <laughs> how about you? Oh, but, but I was going to say something that mm-hmm. it's interesting that humans can't learn from experience. I mean, humans have to experience something to actually learn from it. You yes. can't just tell them. But robots are the exact opposite. You can teach them. Because they're more logical than us, though. Yeah, you why. can just program it into them and they understand that experience. Emotions means that you, for you to have an emotional reaction, you have to experience it. Right? Yeah, like, that's crazy. You can't just like, program that by in. Emotion. Yeah. But I, the biggest lesson that I learned, and it was a wow moment, is that you can be grateful for things you have not received yet. That to Woo! me is, is say is that again nuts. for people. You can be grateful for things that you have not yet received. Mm, preach on it. <laughs> that is church right there. Yeah, you, isn't that a crazy idea? <laughs> yeah, and even that, I would say, I, I definitely don't necessarily think on gratitude on that level. Yeah, not yeah. yet. Where have you? When have you? When's an example of when you've done that and that and either you've received it or or you didn't receive it, but you still experience that gratitude for something that hadn't happened yet. So that's something that I was grateful for and didn't happen mm-hmm. yet. Well, I, th- I think buying my first home. Mm. Just thinking about that. That and you was were grateful for yeah. That. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. just even like just having that even not having the home yet but just even the thought process that i mm-hmm. could have it was just like amazing like i, I grateful liked and happy for it. yeah wow. i was thankful okay. that i could have that Absolutely. so the day before eventually it happened. 30 yeah <laughs> that was incredible yeah yeah <laughs> wow question 12 uh, how has gratitude impacted the relationships you have uh, with your friends and family or was it when you turned 25 i forget now i thought i was a lot younger to be honest but... i know maybe it was before you were 25 maybe yeah i think so now I don't remember the age, but I thought I was. It like had a, to have been twenty five because yeah, youngster. because we were yeah. So it was before you were twenty five. <laughs> then you had the yeah yeah. There we go. All right. 
Nice. So to reiterate the question, question 12, how has gratitude impacted the relationships you've had with your friends and family? Gratitude has helped keep the relationships going from both parties. Just Mm. like I was saying previously, it showed appreciation. So it kind of ties back to how does gratitude relate with love? And that's that's how I feel it's impacted those relationships. Mm, okay interesting so it's like making it move forward (laughs) because otherwise if there was no gratitude it would just kind of be like yeah it probably would fizzle out but Mm -hmm. i think the gratitude helps keep it alive i think for me because i'm very like strategic in who i am and like how i spend my time and the relationships that i have i would say that gratitude makes me hone in on relationships where I feel more appreciated and more loved. And so I, I then, so it's kind of like, it's a, what's that called? Like a, like, it's like putting on glasses and you can like focus and see the people that really Mm. make you feel appreciated and loved more. Right. Because I, as you know, I'm not a person to just have relationships with friends or family just for sake, namesake. Like I could care less. (laughs) Like I could care less. Um, For me, it's about, you know, not necessarily name and title, but it's, it's about like the relationship we actually have and what are, how am I feeding you and how are you feeding me? And whenever I feel more grateful for the person and vice versa, then I'm going to give more energy towards those relationships, which is why I hardly talk to a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) because I don't experience that with a lot of people. So for the people that do have it, they're like, Ooh, Tosh. Okay. That's enough. (laughs) Because I give all my love and attention there. But uh, for when I don't experience it or feel it, I'm like, "Mm -mm." I I don't have time. I have to nap. Wowzers. Mm -hmm. Question 13. How does gratitude impact your romantic life? Ooh la la. So, yeah, dirty, lurly. A little bit. Not that much, though. (laughs) Oh, no. We have a more dirtier episode coming. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I hope not. I hope not. We have to. We absolutely have to. And if that doesn't get people excited for the 2020 li- 2021 lineup, I don't know what will. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> 2020 has been a really crazy year. And we have been so grateful for being able to thankfully work from home, to be able to spend time in our beautiful home with our lunatic animals. that's right and unfortunately we do work a lot so it's not like we're just up on each other's bums uh, all day long but for the times where we do get couple time or downtime we really enjoy being silly and funny together and being able to to be who we are for over like i said 16 years together and you know how could we not feel grateful and blessed for every single day that we have and with our upcoming announcement that we'll be making i think that is the epitome of like epitome of what we're truly grateful and, and feeling blessed for. So uh, stay tuned. Mm, teasers. Teasers. Oh. It's so hard. I'm trying not That's to dry snitch on myself. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. <laughs> like all the time, Khalil. It's really awful. <laughs> you, need to, <laughs> you need to just stay focused. Remember, put those blinders on, like you said from earlier, to focus on the relationships that count. You're just Remember? mocking me at this point. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just helping you with. Staying guided and on the righteous path. Okay, shut your mouth, Tosh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> how, could, how could you say stuff like yes. that? Mum is the word. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you? Gratitude has impacted my romantic life by making me thankful for achieving that 
which I thought impossible. Oh, mm. like I, I said it previously yeah, when mm. I mentioned I mentioned you, the love of my life. Previously, mm-hmm. I thought it was impossible to find the only woman who I could love. So I need to go put on something naughty today. You're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you get these ideas from, but they're very interesting. That's what I can say. Or nothing at all. <laughs> hey, this this is a this is for children. Yeah. Come on, we're talking about gratitude. We want kids oh, to understand good I stuff. know, I am talking about something you're grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Touche. Touche. Meow. Yes. Yes, indeed, wifey. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Question 14. Yeah. <laughs> what has been the biggest surprise that you've learned with gratitude? Well, this is this question to me. I've I've addressed the answer already, mm-hmm. and it's similar to my other answers. And it was just that I was surprised that you can be thankful even before receiving things. Yes, like that, that is that's kind of funny because you would think that you have to get. You most people think that all right, you got something now you're thankful. They think it follows mm-hmm. it, but you actually don't. You can be thankful before getting what you you know want and desire. So Absolutely, I think that it's it's very important to do too. It helps you achieve your goals. So. Mm. That was, that was very surprising. Okay. I would say the biggest surprise was like for me being able to shift from the natural human response to like, woe is me whenever dealing with trials and tribulations to like, oh gosh, I'm so glad, grateful that that relationship fell apart or that that didn't work out or I didn't get that job or that I didn't get this opportunity or I made less money. All of those challenges because for me, being able to say thank you universe and then understand and take time to reflect and see the lesson makes it so that those incidents incidents don't repeat as well as I learn what I needed to learn from those incidents. Because unfortunately, guys, if we don't learn <laughs> the lessons that life and the universe is sending us, all we do then is just have repeat scenarios until you learn that lesson. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that's why some people feel like they've had like a horrible 10 years because they refuse to learn that lesson. And, and it just keeps repeat. repeating until point. you get the lesson, <laughs> until you learn it. And then they're like, ah, and then it will never happen again. So we have to open up our eyes, open up our ears, open up our hearts, our minds, and really look at this, at the, what's happening around us and, and through us and be woke and free and learn <laughs> what you need to learn so that you can really change the path and direction of your life. Yeah, definitely a great point. I hope that the listeners follow that. Mm-hmm. Very important. Don't <laughs> keep repeating the same mistakes. Yeah. That's a definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. Question 15. Did 2020 make it harder to embrace gratitude this year? Wow. wow. What a profound question, right? Because because there have been so much trauma and horror that has happened this year, one could, again, go into that woe is me state of mind and be like, oh, this year was like people are like, 2020, go to hell, right? Like, we lost Sean Connery. We've lost Kobe Bryant. We've lost so many people. So many people that were just profound. And uh, Chadwick Boseman, like, people that you're like, wait a minute. Like, I thought I was going to have another 30, 40 years to watch and enjoy and celebrate life with, right? Whether you knew the person or not. And uh, people have lost their jobs. They don't know how they're going to feed their kids for Christmas. Like, there's so many things. People are being evicted from their homes, living in their cars. You know, we're having storms and like, it's nuts. Oh yeah, a lot of hurricanes. Nuts. (laughs) It's definitely going down in the books. It's a memorable year. Fires. Yes. Oh gosh, yes, the fires. Oh, this has been an extreme year for sure. But 
to me, that has made it abundantly clear how more we need to be grateful for as people and as a society so that, again, we can curtail and change the path of what 2021 will be. Because if we don't, it's going to be a repeat, guys. If we don't figure out how to handle COVID-19, next year will be the same as this year. I know everyone's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till the end of this year. If <laughs> we don't do anything different, anything, next year will be a, a good storm. <laughs> guys, it, it will be it will be bad. So we have to figure out what are the teachable lessons from COVID, from how we treat the environment to how we're nurturing our children, how we're nurturing our relationships, how we're handling our careers, how we're tackling mental health, how we're handling uh, our, our nutritional journeys, how we're handling our spiritual journeys, how we're handling each other, kindness, humanity, like all of those things have to be conquered for us to make changes along the way for the future. And if we don't, Hop to it. You you really want to be on repeat. We're just going to press repeat and just keep going. <laughs> How about mm-hmm. you? And I agree with you. I don't think it actually made it more relevant. It just pointed out the inequalities of people mm. in our nation. Yeah. And that in, a, in and of itself gives us reasons to actually be thankful. If yeah. We're, if we're not going through those same experiences, it's easier to say, like, you know... I have all this. I should be very thankful for what I have. Yes. (laughs) So to me, it just, it kind of highlights what your gratitude should be. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't even with you. Question number six. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. That's just how I think of it. It's true, though. Shameful. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think you will be most grateful for in 2021? Besides the love of my life, yeah. <laughs> besides that, I mean, it'll be that sunshine pours down on her face. What kind of sick analogy and <laughs> reference point are you making? Are you talking about? No, I can't I'm gonna even be, say what I think you're talking about. No, I'm going to be happy because it's like when summertime comes, I'm going to see your face out and it's going to have the sunshine pouring down. Yeah, the sun will hit your face and it'll reflect your beauty. It'll be great see, to see. People who know you I'll know love that it. you are talking about something different. Oh, really? That's what I'm just <laughs> waiting for, though, because I'm waiting for the summer again. That's why you're again. shameful. You're a shameful person. <laughs> See, how are you saying this when I'm telling you how I feel? Because I know, I know what you're really talking about here. <laughs> so, no, I don't know really what kind about? of games and sickness you're playing. But. There's nothing sick about this. These are things yeah. that they show this in movies sometimes. When Jesus. sunshine hits people's face. Yeah, that's what that. That's not what they're showing, Galil. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't so. know. I'm just shameful. Oh, all right. For if me, say so. I would be, I would say that there's several things that we're going to be most grateful for. And I personally also will be most grateful for. Uh, but the number one thing will be, I think, coming up in our announcement. So uh, stay tuned for our social media announcement on Christmas for you to find out what the answer to that question is. Oh, so that's like what I was talking about before the shameful. sunshine. Yep. Shameful. Nice. Mm-hmm. See, I was. There's another I term for that sunshine. All right. No one knows what that is, but you. Yep. Good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> the next question might be. Yep. Question seventeen: Is gratitude more meaningful to you during the holiday season? If so, why? Ooh, yeah. So it seems like there's definitely like month of November is the month of gratitude, right? So there's is kind it? of yeah. There's wow, like, I didn't know that. There's like, so people in careers or, you know, or personal life that will be more focused and more public around that conversation. 
Is it more meaningful to me? No, I would say that it's just, again, similar to how 2020 uh, played out more abundantly clear just how much we have to be grateful for, for the good, the bad, the ugly and everything in between, but also just like, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about multiple, the millions of people that are struggling now and are going to continue through to struggle through the holiday season. And I just really hope that from a, from a governmental and a societal perspective that we find a way to be able to provide some healing during this holiday season, some care, some wellness. I'm terrified for what the COVID numbers are going to be for people just because it just seems like this is out of control and it's not getting better. And and I don't see a plan to make it get better. So really you don't see that. Wow. What's, okay. do you see a plan? Yeah, definitely. What's the plan? The The first plan is the vaccine coming out in April. The one everybody. that makes people infertile? <laughs> hey, don't, careful. You don't want to mark this episode as like get it flagged for reporting information no, unverified. I know. I know. Unverifiably so, stated. Not, so. Yeah, we're not going to state but that. But we, we, don't, we don't necessarily we don't know, know the, the effects though. Well, of the vaccination. Every, no, right? no one yeah. knows the full long-term effects of it. And you can't because the vaccine is it's, just coming out. Yeah. And the U.S. is still not even finished Correct. their research on, yeah. on the data. That's why that to me doesn't seem like a plan because there's so many unknowns and so many questions It is a there, plan, so. but it, it's a plan. It's going to be but released. But we don't know what the, the ultimate effect will be on human yeah. beings who take it. Yeah, that's, you know, that's whatever. At least COVID's That's gone. Whatever. At least COVID's gone. The first, the first Ooh. and foremost is to get rid of COVID. Any? Do you not backlash? remember uh, what? Uh, what was it? Let's I am see. legend. See, you're talking about movies, but you got to mention <laughs> real times in history where <laughs> it was know, a bad they effect. They became rabid creatures, Khalil. Yeah, but it was. It's easier just to wipe out this thing and then think about like any wipe back out people, effects huh? later. <laughs> You'll think about long term effects later. You know that comes uh, wow, some other day. That's an interesting approach to science. I know, but it's, <laughs> it might sound interesting, but that's what's happening that's, now. That you we'll, gotta figure, t- we'll figure it out later, guys. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be like, we're hoping for the best, but we don't know what the five-year effects are. We don't know, but it's better just to have people take it. Wow. See, come on, <laughs> come on. I'm trying to be convincing. I'm not Wowzers. trying to scare people. You're definitely not Man, I'm not convincing anyone. people to take the vaccine. No, you're terrifying me, actually. But we need people to take it so we see what happens. We need clarification we need trials. what this vaccination is doing but to people. that's how you get clarification when enough people By do it. By pigs. Well, I mean, that's a messed up way to put it, but we need people to test it out. Is it, it not out. the truth? <laughs> Radical truth, guys. Let's embrace it. <laughs> So I feel that the vaccine is, that's part of the plan. Then there's possibly going to be a nationwide mask mandate. That's another part of the plan. Then the the third part of the plan. mandate for the vaccination? No, mandate for the mask. Wearing the mask. No, the vaccines aren't going to ever be mandated. I I agree They're going to be the mask mandate. And then possibly, I mean, I don't know. This is the harder part. The shutdowns? Well, not the shutdowns, but providing stimulus to people so people don't get evicted. I mean, people need place. They need to be able to live in their home. That's crazy. So I think there's mm. got to be an economic kind of response that, yeah. but it's being thought about. It's just it's but see, being that's argued. what I'm saying. There's nothing like it doesn't seem like a hardcore. It's plan a plan, in place, though. but it's, it seems like there's just theories and thoughts. And well, the vaccine is not. A, it's not more, a theory. That's going to be that's out more there. Reality. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be administered. Start the first Same, one was administered. Right? Wow. Yeah, wow. the first one has already been administered. So that's incredible. That's the thing. At least in the UK, so it's going to start okay. here with the frontline workers and then oh wow later in spring is i think when the public population it'll be available to everybody in the spring of 2021 yeah oh, okay. that's what they say now According as of this moment resources as of yeah today. as of this moment yeah. okay yeah and for me when it comes to the holidays and gratitude i think that 
it definitely is more meaningful. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I, I understand that not everybody has time to enjoy people and their environment. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to be grateful that I get that during the holidays. People being me. <laughs> oh no, you're you're in my environment. How can that? Oh, I'm the sense. environment. <laughs> so there's other people you're referring to. No, fun. no, I'm saying no. I'm saying you're in my environment, so you must be a part of the you're people. You're freaky. That's all I know. No, you're taking this all. You're reading into stuff way too much. That's, That's how saying. my mind works. Yeah, you're reading into this. There's, yeah. there's no like. You're like, oh under-speak. no, you got people's Tosh. You there's just, no double you're speak the here. Environment. This is. Not double speak here there's no double speak this is just being grateful for okay, the things that door. i have okay <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 question yeah. 18 how do you pri- prioritize what you're grateful for i don't actually prioritize gratitude i oh, just make sure to actively think and speak of each thing as I as needed, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't have like a list that I go through and say this is one, two, two three, three, four. four. Okay. Yeah, I, I honestly don't do that. Okay. So for me, I think in lists and check check boxes. That's just how my mind operates. So for me, I definitely do prioritize what I'm grateful for because there's a lot. So I obviously I have to like actually live my life. I can't just like think about the million things that I'm grateful for. So I narrow it down to a more workable list and I narrow it based on the following factors. One, how I organize my life. So what is most important to me in my life? There's a lot of things you can do with your life. What's most important to you? Next, uh, what feeds my soul? Like I said, I'm really into, as I get continuously older, the idea of like, what is really important? Who is really important? What feeds my soul? Whether that's people, things, etc. And what am I feeding into other people's and, and life and whatever, things like that. So that's really important. Then also... What or who matters the most to me? Again, you know a lot of people, but do does everyone really matter to you? Do, do you matter to everyone? <laughs> you should mm. be able to answer that question for yeah. yourself. And then, of course, what I nurture and what I foster in my life. So those are some of the factors and considerations I think about when prioritizing my gratitude list. Question 19. What is the relationship between gratitude and life challenges? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit. It really, it's... Again, just wanted to kind of re-emphasize that it's not, a lot of people think it's juxtaposed, right? So if you have a challenge or trial or tribulation that you're being punished, but you're actually not, you're being blessed because it's contrast. It's for you to appreciate the good, you have to see the opposite. And so that's why there's no real good or bad. Your mom taught us that, but it's just contrast. And so contrast is, is something that has to be paired with gratitude because when you have the 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 wokeness <laughs> and the woken free mindset to be able to see, hey, I'm experiencing this contrasting moment. A, what is the lesson? B, what am I? How am I going to act upon that lesson? C, how am I going to not repeat this contrast moment in my life? And D, change my life and move forward. So the relationship is that it's a it's it it is it goes hand in hand with contrasting moments. It's not a form of punishment or something to, to, to have to like, Oh, why do I have to deal with this? Cause it does seem interesting. Some people seem to deal with more contrast in their life than others, but we don't know. We don't know the full Monty of what everyone is going through in their mind or in their life or in their families. So just things to think about guys. Yeah, that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think it's helpful in terms of overcoming those life challenges because mm-hmm. When you have gratitude, you might be more likely to persist with the challenges. Mm. And then you also 
you know that you have these certain privileges that others don't. Break that out. What do you mean by that for people? So when you have gratitude, it's like you understand that certain things you have aren't just a given. It's something that Mm -hmm. it's something like special and Mm -hmm. not everybody has this, whatever the gift it is. It could just be having you know, a 30 room house you might not be, you might not be gracious for that, but everybody doesn't have that. So, you know, that, that can help you overcome the challenges of where to put all those PlayStation fives you bought up. Okay. That you scalp, that you're okay. ready to scalp to others. What? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just giving an example. If you're like a PlayStation five scalper. For a non-criminal oh. example. Well, it's not criminal, actually. It's not criminal. Scalping? Yeah. You're um, allowed to doing that. They're selling um, PlayStation fives for, 200% above markup. Nice. So, oh, okay. You know, that is a thing. So maybe you got to be grateful that you even had that money to, to scalp that PS5. Gangster for life, yeah. <laughs> See, it was a challenge. Like, you wanted to make ends meet. Somehow you had extra money to buy the PS5. Gotcha. And then you wanted to rip somebody else off. So just be grateful you had the privilege to do that. I'm really disturbing where this example's going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really disturbing. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that's the kind of example of giving right now. Our minds go different places. <laughs> yeah, your mind goes it does. To different places. It, it does, but I'm just putting it out there just in case people do. As know. I do the same. Oh, that, that's that's so <laughs> messed up. Yeah, that's, uh, it's it's normal right. for you, and it's jacked up when I do it. I didn't say it's normal what I'm doing. It's yeah. just eye opening, is what I'll say. It's very eye opening. I'm doing is completely illogical. <laughs> <laughs> what you're doing is just sassy. Always. Yeah, always. see, they just, you put some sassy. sass on that jazz. Always. You put some sass um, on it. Question 20. <laughs> Does gratitude help you heal from life trauma? I think it depends on the person. Because mm-hmm. gratitude itself, it doesn't necessarily take away the trauma. Mm-hmm. I think you need to deal with the trauma in a direct way. And then you just use thankfulness as like a supplement to kind of hmm. like remind you of why to be grateful how you're at how you are at that point in time like that you've overcome the trauma so Mm. i don't think the gratitude necessarily does the healing though i think you need to use other processes to get rid of that trauma absolutely i would agree i don't think it's the mechanism of healing but i do think that it is a part of the process the healing process but i do want to warn people that it is not immediate and it is definitely not easy right what we're talking about is a very hard concept i mean there's some people who think they're grateful and they're not grateful and they're like in their 60s well yeah you can pretend (laughs) to be grateful too right so there's there's a lack of self-awareness like tragic lack of self-awareness in our society (laughs) people will say oh my god i'm the nicest person and they literally have a knife in your back (laughs) (laughs) like so there's a lack of self-awareness there's a lack of true wokeness true woke and free mind living and so people need to temper this this concept of of gratitude with really reality and also thinking when we do go through life trauma I agree. There's other things and tools in your chess club that you're going to have chess that you're going to have to pull out to to work through that trauma. But but gratitude should definitely be supplemental in helping you get from totally traumatized to a, a journey of healing. Yeah. Question 21. What advice do you have for folks struggling with gratitude? Yeah. So if you're struggling with gratitude, if you actually are open and aware enough to even acknowledge that, like bravo to you because A, it's okay. It's, it's not easy. Gratitude is not, it's the same thing as forgiveness. We've talked about that as well. These are not easy concepts. These are fundamental human 
emotional and, and mental states of being that are not gr- easily achievable by all, but can be, but you have to do the work. You have to be willing to be aware and say, you know what? I, I am 74 and I've probably not been grateful more than 10% of my life. Like you have to be willing to come to terms with who you are and who that person is in the mirror standing in front of you. And then to make a decision, like anything else in life, people ask me, how do you do what you do? How do you become who you are? Make a decision. <laughs> you either do or you don't. You either want to be grateful or you don't want to be grateful. And it, and people, oh, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. Because anything else in life, anything can be achieved, but you first have to make that decision. You have to say, yes, this is something I want to do. And then you put in the work and you will struggle and you will fumble and you will fall and you will get up and you'll fall and you'll get up. But first it begins with the decision of, yes, I want gratitude in my life. I want it in my heart, in my mind, and I want to apply it. And I want to make that decision and cut out excuses, right? Oh my gosh, I just didn't know how I was supposed to get past this or nope, none of that. Woken free people know their excuses are worthless and waste, wasteful of time. And no one has time for that. We are here for a minute on this earth. You don't have time for that. So cut out the excuses and don't let people or circumstances stand in the way of you being able to go further down your gratitude journey and path. All right. Those are some good tips Thank for getting you. on the gratitude path. Mm-hmm. I have a couple steps that I'll go through that I think you can do to get towards your gratitude life that you should be living. Add a little bit of life to the conversation. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love I'll that your try energy that. dropped as if you were talking about <laughs> like like formatting your laptop or something. No, but this, this is how I get when I get towards the finale. Finale. Yeah, that's how I get. Okay, okay. Because it's it's just so exciting that all my energy is coming inside. It's Ah. like the big crunch instead of the big bang. Wow. So you're going to implode at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We may find out. We may not. You're freaky. Hey, come on. So you're the one talking weird now. Now you're talking about some different stuff. You were talking about gratitude, though, and how to get on that journey of gratitude. I'm always talking about gratitude. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good to know. So you've, you've clarified that for the audience. Yep. That's good. I hope they appreciate that clarification. Stick it somewhere. <laughs> all right. Gratitude is not meant to be used in that manner. Uh, that's all I know. It is not. Stick it in your heart. <laughs> that's true. You can do that with gratitude. I agree. So you're giving some more pro tips, I guess. Yeah. Okay. That's what that was about. I hope that's what it was about. Yes. The first step is to acknowledge there are other people less fortunate than you. The next step is to imagine yourself in their shoes. The next step is to think about what you would miss about your life while living in that other person's shoes. And then I think from this, you'll discover that those things that you miss are easy Things are, are those are the things that you should be grateful for, mm-hmm. and you'll have finally dealt with being more grateful by following this couple of steps process mm. that I yeah. gave you. Absolutely, that makes sense. It's like, hey, do you want to have compassion for people? Go serve food at a because you can be past, yeah, because <laughs> you'll be much more grateful for food. So it's, yeah, like yeah, homes. Yeah, so it gives you then you then automatically you're like, oh, all right. So now I understand. Like, I should be grateful for the home that I have because I miss showers, that now. the ability to yeah. Yeah, see, so yeah, I think that makes home. it easy. It's just step into someone less fortunate their shoes, mm. and then it's like, oh, all right, I see why. Why well, now? Now I know at least the minor things I can be grateful for. Absolutely, and it's minor in my mind, but it's actually big deal. Mm-hmm. With that. Man, we are at that time again. It is the coming to the end of our 171st episode of 
Woken Free. Quite the episode doing another Woken Free story time called 21 Questions About Gratitude. Will we leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing, is intuition real? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokeAndFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, then we are definitely talking about 2021. Definitely submit a topic on our Contact Us page at WokeAndFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. For social media, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, YouTube at Woke and Free. And then for all sponsorship or collaboration inquiries, hit us on our contact us page at wokenfree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. We are grateful for you. Scalpers, no scalping. Wowzers.